The Business Casual Nerd Podcast, Alpha 8. I'm Chris. I'm Brad. We're in the midst of uh, one of Nashville's illustrious 50-degree temperature changes in 24 hours. My sinuses are just loving life. Oh, yeah. So, you might have a snow day tomorrow. I doubt it. I really doubt it. I got uh, leery whenever they called for snow a week ago. I was like, nah, typical Nashville. Get everyone's hopes up, then we'll slowly retract it, retract it, retract it, retract it, until it's dusting or nothing. If in Nashville, if they call for snow, there is no snow. If yep. they have no idea it's coming, it'll dump on you. Yep. And it's a tsunami of snow just drops on you like Donald Duck cartoon. Just you hear a fart noise. <laughs> <laughs> and there's three feet of snow that just drops from the sky at once. Where did that come from? I like that you have to include there's a fart noise. Well, that's the sound it makes in a Disney cartoon oh, yeah, as the... all the snow just, you know. Anyway, after it just spit all over each other. Ew. Yeah, that's weird. Anyway, so, what's been going on this week? Not much. Oh. Not much. Both of my kids have been sick. That was very anticlimactic. Projectile vomiting, all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, you had to buy a new bedroom suite of yeah. fluffy of, things. Yeah, pillows, comforter, sheets, all that good stuff. The smell Yay. that won't go away. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, fatherhood, parenthood. Whee! I don't know if I'm looking forward to that. Um. So, how did you enjoy revisiting 1999? Uh, it was good. I did. I did actually hear some feedback from uh one of our listeners who he he was like, "Oh man, ninety nine. I knew every word of every song you guys referenced." <laughs> like, yeah, you did. Good times. Ninety nine was good, but then again, I was a nerd in high school, so not everything was peachy. Yeah, I think when we we hit a lull, we got to hit two thousand nine, the ten year for that. Ooh, yeah. Hmm. Be an interesting one. I'll have to, I'll have to contemplate that. Yeah, well, a good thing it's not tonight. Yep. Tonight we're back to our normal shit. Yep. We don't know what it is. It's just gonna. Bleh. Yeah. Well, we we have a little bit of an outline, but right, we have an outline, much. but you know so, how that works. Here, we'll, we'll we're transparent. We'll be we'll be honest. So uh, when we make our little outline, like we've talked about, it they're very brief. You know, just so we can keep the spontaneity of the conversation. But we have like you know bullet points of what we'd like to try to hit. And we always have these extra items that we've been trying to get to for, I don't know, probably since Alpha 4 or 5. By God, we're at least going to get to one of them tonight. I think, yeah, we might get to all of them tonight. Because we finally just said, you know what? We have enough of those bullet points of shit that we haven't gotten to that we can actually make an entire episode about those bullet points. Yep. And then we still have more. This is just the one oh, like yeah, no. section of bullet points that we came up with one day. Yeah. True. Oh, yeah, no. We, we have a lot of ideas in the Idea Factory. All right, so we're going to do our typical format. No year. This is just our, you know, our witty nerd banner. But there's a year. It's called 2019. Oh, oh, in the face. Total facial LeFleur. <laughs> so this episode's just going to be a regular episode. Where we're just going to hit up our normal topics, you know, music, movies, TV shows, games, games, and tech. If we have Actually, some tech. Well, we got a little say, I don't tech. even know if we have tech, do we? Yeah, the one that you just mentioned. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. We so, just uh, came up with a tech. Oh, yeah. We're actually going to be relevant. Yeah. We're going to talk about a news story on the day we record. I had one for today, but then I scratched it because I was like, eh. Which is ironic because we're also going to talk about scratching things in tech. I see what we you are. did there. Yeah. Anyway, weird. So uh, we're going to just dive right in. Ear candy. So Brad, tell us a little bit about that uh, music that we heard on, on the intro tonight. Yes, today. that was from a new Weezer album. It was a surprise... Release? Yeah. Like, it, no one saw it coming. It was just boop. And it was on a weird day. Yeah, it dropped on like a Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, and I was like, a, I think it was Thursday. Yeah, because I was Whatever. driving to trivia when I listened to it. Oh, well, there and you go. Music that dropped on a Thursday. Who knew? Um, it is the Weezer Teal album. Not to be confused with. The Blue album? Or? The Green album? Or? Any of their albums that are all colors? Yeah, there are a couple. And then there's also... Pinkerton, which is not the pink album. Oh, yeah, not a pink true. album. Anyway, it's a teal album. I don't know what the colors signify, but uh, they're all random. dressed like they're from Miami Vice. Yeah, it's weird. But anyway, it's it's an entire album of covers, covers. which just 
to explain. Brad and I love covers. When I first started at the, the tech job where we met four and a half long years ago, Brad it was like, oh man, I, I should show you this, this playlist that I've been curating on Spotify. I'm like, oh, what is it? And he's like, covers. We're starting talking about cover songs. He's like, I've been curating all these covers all these years. And we've I've added a few to it, and now it's almost to 500 songs, I think. It is at 457 songs, lasting 29 hours and 33 minutes. And we finally have a note to put in the show notes. Yoo-hoo. We'll link to our Spotify playlist. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, so our rules were always, it's got to be a unique cover, so we don't just want a karaoke band, right? Right. And we typically try to do either limit the band to one cover or the song to one version of the same song. Right, because multiple bands. Well, cover some of the some of the bands had exceptional ones that spanned their right. career, and they were so. Um, the biggest one was if the if a band like Weezer comes out with something like the Teal album, and it's all covers, you get to pick the best song from that album, and that's the one that gets added. That would be a struggle. Mm-hmm. And there's the four fifty seven would pair down to like four. 40, 430, because we do have some doubles in there that we haven't gone back and judged of, all right, which one makes the cut? That's true, because sometimes we do find multiple covers of the same song, and we'll put both of them in there, or a couple of them in there, and we, we fight it out and figure out which one's our favorite. And of course, out of 400 songs, we're never going to remember that, oh, we've heard this song already. Yeah, that's like, true. There's no duplicates but they're of the exact th- same thing, but there are duplicates of the song that's being covered. Right. So... Is a song off Weezer Teal going to make it on the list? We did have one on there because it came out as a single. I guess we should have seen this was coming because Weezer did release two singles, two covers, randomly. They released true. Uh, Rosanna first. Apparently, a bunch of their fans had constantly been, been commenting on everything they've been releasing on like Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, mm-hmm. saying, cover Toto's Africa. So to be jerks or funny whatever, they they released Rosanna by Toto. Which so, is actually the one that made the covers list. Which is funny because it didn't make the album. Yeah, it didn't make the album. So we get one more from this album. Right. And it's going to be a toss-up between two of them. Yeah. Which we will get to talk about when we get to the album. And you know what? If someone tweets us, I might let them choose which one makes it. Oh, there you go. You'll have to go listen to the album and tell us which one you like. There you go. So then they released Africa. The fans finally, this this small group of Weezer fans finally got what they wanted. They actually released it as a single. They started performing it on late night shows. They made the circuit. I honestly wasn't super impressed with that cover. No. Just, I just don't think it fits them. It was weird. It was, I don't know. Especially watching him play it live where he has to read the, like, they didn't learn it well enough. Yeah. He's reading it off an iPad. Yeah, it was weird. It was odd. Wasn't a fan. So anyway, then then the album, I guess we should have maybe known that a covers album was coming. I think everyone just was like, oh, they're clearly in the studio. They knocked these out just to be funny. Yeah. Thought they were just working on a new album. Because I think well, they do like, actually have a legit, they have the Black album coming out, which is their right. new, new album. Yes. Of new material. And uh, Foo Fighters does that with, uh, what was the one we just listened to? That they did that mashup because it was their, like, warm-up. I don't even remember. Oh, it was uh, it was like Van Halen and it was Jump. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, Jump and, and Imagine. Yeah, Imagine. And yeah. they were just doing that, just sticking around. Right. Yeah, warming up in the rehearsal space for their tour. Yeah. And it sounded amazing. Yeah, that was awesome. I wish they would record that because, yeah, it was the vocals of Van Halen's jump set to the piano of, of John Lennon's Imagine. Yep. It was cool. And it works really well. So well. Oh, that might as well imagine. That's yeah, what it's called. that's what it was. <laughs> might as well imagine. Anyway, back to the, the Teal album. Thoughts on the Teal album, Brad? A lot of them are just, I think Rivers Cuomo said that he wanted to try to keep it as authentic to the song they were covering, but to me, that doesn't make a cover. A cover, you need to take a song, whether everyone loves it, everyone hates it, whatever, you take whatever song you pick and you make it your own. Yeah, absolutely. It should become something that is, well, if we had written this song, this is how we would have imagined it to be. Yeah, you interpret it through the lens of your band. Yes. So the identity of your band, whether that's the genre that you play or, or, you know, you know, if you're a quirky band, whatever, you put it through the lens of your band. I totally agree with you because as far as I'm concerned, the way that it's recorded, staying true to the original, you're just a wedding band. Like you're, right. you're just a shitty band that plays down the street at a bar of covers. 
Yeah, we Nashville has enough of those. We don't want those. Yeah, and honestly, Weezer. I mean, they're. I, I like Weezer. I'm not. A, I mean, I'm not a super fan by any means. I, I enjoy a lot of their songs, but I don't think it's great them just randomly playing songs from the 80s and 90s. Right. I they have a couple songs in the in the playlist or in the covers list, um, just because they were songs they actually made their own. Well, yeah. Like when they did Rainbow Connection with Haley, uh, Haley Williams. Yeah. That, that was that's fantastic. Great. Or Unbreak My Heart because he knew, like, <laughs> he doesn't have that voice to sing that song, but he tries to sell it so hard yeah. that it works. Like the voice cracks and all. And if he tried to sing it too perfectly and there were no voice cracks, I would have hated it. Right. But the fact he just went, all right, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I, I like this song and I'm going to just try it. Yep. So track listing wise, I, I've got it pulled up. We've got Africa, like we talked about, by Toto. We've got Everybody Wants to Rule the World, which I think is a great song. That's one of your favorite songs, isn't it? Love that song. We've got Sweet Dreams Are Made of This. Which is still just as creepy as ever. Yeah. And then we've got Take On Me, Aha. Uh-huh. Which I still think the best cover of that is Real Big Fish. Agreed. Uh, then we've got The Turtles, Happy Together. Which, which is what we use for the opener. Yeah, which might be one. Of, might be the strongest one of the strongest songs on they, the album. They took it and they they made it hard. They added some punch to it. It yeah. sounded like a Weezer song. Yeah, I think it's the probably the one that is exactly what we're talking about. Like it's that song through the lens of Weezer. So it doesn't sound exactly identical to the the original from right. the Turtles, where it's just acoustic guitar and sounds sixties, you know, hippie rock, right, or hippie folk, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, then we then we take a weird ass turn to paranoid. It's the worst song on the album by far. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Someone walked into the office and I was and it was just playing in the background. They walked in. What the hell is that? It stopped <laughs> all conversation. It's not good. We just stopped and stared at the screen for about three minutes and said, yeah. "What? The, yeah. No, I want that time back." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, then we then we take another crazy hard turn. Hard, hard right this time to ELO, Mr. Blue Sky. I really wanted it to be good. I, mean, I it's really not, did. It's not bad. They're not, but it's not bad. I mean, besides Paranoid, none of them are like awful. Right. Paranoid, Paranoid, is, awful. Paranoid is bad. He tried to replicate. Uh, you can't replicate Ozzy's voice. Yeah. You just can't. The others are, like we said, they're, they're a decent cover band playing at a club or whatever or a wedding band and they're fun i mean and they do again they're they're very authentic to the sound of the original i mean they try to mimic the instrumentation and this is just the like when they played paranoid it made me think of the 2 p.m band down at tequila cowboy yeah (laughs) absolutely (laughs) yeah when you when you go to broadway in the middle of the day on a weekday yeah when you're there at 2 p.m on a thursday you know it's bad yeah and and Jeff is on his on his third eight ball, and he he's just powering through on the drums, sweating like crazy. <laughs> he's got to pay the rent. Oh yeah, and then we take a, another uh, back back to center. But we go TLC No Scrubs. Yeah, which I that's the one we're debating through. Do we add Happy Together? Or do we add No Scrubs? So you should go listen to at least those two songs, and probably only those two songs, <laughs> exactly. and let us know which one you like better. Yeah, and then we go Billy Jean, Michael Jackson, and then we go to Ben King, Stand By Me, to close out the album. Billie Jean, no one else's cover is nearly as good as either Chris Cornell or Civil Wars. Yeah, absolutely. I have a hard time deciding which one is better. Yeah, I would agree. And everyone's covered Stand By Me. That's just not even original anymore. Yeah, absolutely. It's like every audition song for a reality singing show. Yep. Just do Stand By Me, because it'll tug at the heartstrings. I mean, it's a great song. I love this song. The original. Be- best, really song. best cover of that, Barney Stinson. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. How I Met Your Mother fans. Uh, overall, I would give the album... I don't think we've ever like rated albums anytime we've ever talked about other albums, but maybe we should. Ooh, I'm going to give Like out it, of a uh, 10? Hmm. 10 being the, the classic, pinnacle classic album. You would, you would put it on your Desert Island album list would be a 10. Zero is all evidence of this existence should be burnt and it shouldn't ever have had existed at all. I mean, if I owned a supermarket, I could play this. I'd put it at like a five if I could cut track six out. You would play it at at Bradley O'Wilkerson's Mercado. Yeah. (laughs) An Irish, Spanish. Why was was that kind of Scottish, Scotch, Irish, Spanish? (laughs) 
as you celebrate all cultures. <laughs> you can order a shot of Jameson while you eat your scotch eggs and a tequila or in a taquito. Oh, that is <laughs> <a tequila>. nasty. <laughs> no, I should have known it's going to be some bullshit. It's where we have a Kalen soundbite. Anyway, there's our random ass deep dive where we come up with uh, fake jobs for Brad. The Bradley O. Wilkerson <laughs> Mercado. <laughs> Jameson and taquitos. Ooh, that reminds me of a new... I'd, uh, I'd go there, actually. That yeah. sounds pretty awesome. Drink like an Irish man, eat like a Spaniard. <laughs> With small plate tapas and a lot of alcohol? Yeah. Anyway, I think we just some, go ahead and, Just some Spanish reds and no, let's just Colombian, Colombian whites. whites. Let's just stop this right now, and this has been fun. We're going to go start your restaurant, <laughs> or your taco truck, or whatever we're going to call it. Oh, that's a thing. Uh, yeah, if anyone else gets some ideas of what else I could do. Random jobs. Yeah, just come up with random jobs. I think this could be a good post. I'll just start good, coming up with... Uh, a good bit. Yeah. Every episode we got a new... Brad has quit his job and has started a new career. Or even just a, I could post on how the business is doing on the website. <laughs> kind of fun. Anyway, all of that to get to, what would you give it out of 10? Five. I was going to go four, so we're pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I was trying to think of something weird to give it like five donuts out of something. I don't know. I got the, nothing. The funny thing is, is out of the the collective hive that is the internet on social media, I I haven't seen many people raving about this album. I haven't seen anybody talking about it at all. I've definitely heard people talking about it. Like uh, in my office, a couple people were talking about it, and everyone was like, "It's just not very good." Yeah, and and again, my my IT partner in crime at my current job he was like he said the exact same thing we did like without me even prompting him he was like hey i checked out the weezer album last night i was like yeah what you think and he's like it just it wasn't good it it sounded like a cover band yeah like they just didn't put any of their own personal spin on it and we're like so do you think this is a instance of we did this black album we love it people are gonna hate it let's throw this out and set our low bar so Maybe. when Black comes out, it seems so much better because we had Teal. Maybe. I think what this is, is I, we're seeing it from a lot of bands. This is content. Just content, content. This is a record label's just asking for content. Because Man. album sales are so low, you're not making money on streaming, you make more money off touring. Like, so churn out a bunch of stuff. You're already in the studio, knock out this. You know, Hailstorm has done it between every single album. They put That's out true. a covers EP. Yeah, but theirs are good. They're, oh, oh. They've gone the complete opposite direction. They've actually made it awesome. Yeah, but we're seeing it with a lot of bands. I mean, and Foo they Fighters. made all those songs theirs. There's oh, nothing that sounded absolutely. like the original. Maybe Hunger Strike kind of did, but her voice stole that song. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, check out Hailstorms. Any of their covers. Yeah, are amazing. What was you it? Just um, make a playlist of all their covers. Reanimate. Yeah, it's called Reanimate. Yeah, there's Reanimate, cool Reanimate 2.0, and Reanimate 3.0. 3.0. Yeah. So they always do it. There's this in between. It's like their palate cleanser in between their albums. Yeah, they, they go and do that. But so yeah, if we, if the black album is like this, do you think that's the end of Weezer? No, not like the end end, but like they just fall off back into a niche band like they started. Eh, maybe I think they've got such a following at this point that they're up there with. I mean, Metallica can put out a shit album and it doesn't tank them. They, and they've it done that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, they're, maybe they're ending, they're they're nearing the end of their creative, but then they still put out some decent songs. Yeah. Uh, I the one thing I'm when I stare at this, I'm looking at this cover of the album. I don't <laughs> the Miami understand Vice why, color why cover. River, why River looks like current day Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Like I'm waiting for him to uh to be on the Today Show singing and dancing his really bad like Michael Jackson ripoff. He's just all weird. Like I know he's nerdy, but he's just so it's super weird. He's just slouchy and yeah. This is way more time than we probably should have dedicated to he's this the, shitty album. It's like a he's the basement nerd that ate healthy. <laughs> <laughs> he's the basement nerd that somehow moved to L.A. and got a trainer. Yeah, <laughs> and a stylist. He learned how not to breathe out of his mouth. Yeah, as I say, as I'm breathing out of my mouth, most shows. Sorry, guys. So we spent way too much time on that album for it being such a shitty album. Uh, so moving on to our, our next section in music, uh, really we just only had one other thing which was kind of cool was that the instrumental tracks for an album that we talked about on Alpha 2, maybe 3? I think it was 2. We talked about the 21 Pilots 
I think uh, it was three because we didn't. We each had the same um, theme for one and two. Yeah, I don't know. One of them. We're getting to the point where I can't tell them apart now. That's a good thing. It's kind of sad. I like but, that though. It means no, no, I mean it's good. It's enough. good and sad because we're only eight in. Uh, it would be different if we had five hundred or fifty, and they started to blur together. But we're only at eight. We got a lot going on, man. We got a lot of shit to no, remember. No, we we don't. We just talked about Shh. how we didn't how anticlimactic it was. Anyway, um, <laughs> so the instrumentals came out for the album Trench, 21 Pilots, that we talked about back when, whatever episode, I don't know, correct us, tell us. Kind of cool. I always liked as a kid, like I loved getting CD singles because typically on you would get track one was the single and track two was the instrumental of the single when you could still buy CD yeah. singles. And I always liked that so as a kid. You could karaoke it in your own room. That wasn't as much for me. Like, this was before I was even, like, noodling and playing guitar or piano mm-hmm. on my own. I just like to hear all the different parts. Yeah. And you can hear it more clearly, the music parts. I always liked that as a kid, uh, especially, like, with hip-hop more than, like, rock. Yeah. Or I never bought pop. singles, so I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty rare to get them these days. But, again, really cool when you get the chance to, to check out an album and hear all the, again, all the little parts. And I think with this band in particular, it was it's really cool. It was. There's a lot more back there in the like track yeah, sonically that you don't hear with the vocals. Yeah, well, I mean it's just the way the the sound spectrum works. There's like whole I mean, different beats in the back. Yeah. So uh, might link to that. Pretty cool. You may not give a shit, and that's we totally do. fine. But we do, and we're nerds, and it's our podcast. So heyo. Yep. <laughs> that's why we're on here, and you're out there. That's why you're listening to us by your own choice. But thank you. <laughs> we love you. Don't go. The thief in the alley. No. Okay. <laughs> so moving on to talkies, movies and shows, all the screen things. Yeah. We start with the ears, and now we move to the eyes. Oh, I like that. Yeah. We're just we're, we're going to hit all the senses, except we don't talk about food. Oh, we should. And we don't do touch. I mean, I guess games we control. Yeah, with our, games, with, comics, with touch, books. But. You know, tactile feeling. of. We don't talk about books much. It's in this one. I know it is. New bonus section, but first we got to do the eyes. Okay. Oh, that. Yep, that's that's (laughs) juvenile humor. Weird. Do the eyes. So the one thing I watched, a series of unfortunate events, season three, which is also the final season came out. That's short. Seems short. Yeah, it was, but I mean, it's it wasn't a whole long series when you make. Two episodes was a book, I think. Oh, that's, that's how true. they split it. I didn't read them. I mean, I know in America we have an issue with we we want a lot of quantity and not quality. Mm-hmm. Where you know, like BBC for years has been going, hey, let's just do one, maybe two really good seasons, and that's it. Yeah, and I don't, I could see why some people didn't like the series. It seemed to have a pretty decent following for Netflix. Um, yeah, they I think so. they had. As much as everyone can tell, because Netflix doesn't release ratings, it seemed to be going pretty well for them. I thought the style was great. There's a lot of stuff that looks like it's kind of, it's all based off books, and it looks like it's cut out of a picture book, some of it, but heavily stylized, kind of witty, very dry at some times, but there's stuff that you just listen to, and it's like, wait, wait, did I, did, did, did I hear that right? It's just I like that kind of humor, but well, and it's Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, and it is Neil Patrick Harris, but he—I don't think he was the best part. Yeah. Um, but he's in it. I like Patrick Warburton, but I finally, I finally watched the end of it and satisfying a day. Yeah, yeah, it actually you, was. Yeah. Um, I wish there was one more episode at the end because each season was eight, except the last one, which was seven. Oh, that's weird. So like the last, like the the ending was just one episode, and I was like, oh. You could have done a little more. Kind of give me just a smidge more. Yeah, but I thought it was good. Wrap up neatly, or did it? Yes, it did. Um, Are you in the camp that likes ambiguity, like a little ambiguity? You don't want to know everything, or do you want everything tied up in a nice little bow? Depends on how it does the ambiguity. Like so, this this everything's wrapped up in a bow. Yeah, it's it's pretty. That's my preference. Pretty much. Hey, we're done. Clean cut. You can go on to something else now. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something ambigu- that had ambiguity at the end. Um, Inception, Lost. I didn't watch Lost, and that was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. I heard about how bad the ending was, so I refused yeah. to watch it. Um, no, but Inception, like there is ambiguity, 
but there's enough of something at the end that you think you might have seen so you have the resolution in your head. It may not be the same that someone else got. It's a, it's left up to interpretation. Yes. It's yeah. interpretative ambiguity. It's not just a, well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, It's like, there's like, you can, you can what? run Does, with it in your mind. Did the did the top, oh, I think the top wavered. Right. I think it uh, wavered. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think it was going to fall. No, no, it just wavered and caught balance again. So right. It's, yeah, absolutely. It's up to the person. Okay. I think it fell. It's a great movie, by the way. It is. If you haven't seen Inception, go watch it. Any Christopher Nolan movie. That one is really good. Yep. We need to go back and watch Batman again. Yes, After we you do. mentioned that. Yes, I've been listening to a podcast. Well, actually, I just listened to an episode of a podcast that I've listened to a few, but sometimes they have a group. They had six people on this podcast all Skyped in from all wow. around the U.S. Or actually, all around the world. We and, interrupt uh, each other enough. I don't know how six people do it. I just feel bad for whoever has to edit that because it has to be <laughs> chaos. <laughs> but they they talked about Batman Begins. They always pick an out. They do it once every few episodes. They they pick a topic and they change whoever's on it based on whoever they're talking about. There's people that are usually have a pretty strong opinion mm-hmm. pro or against. But yeah, they talked about Batman Begins, um, which I think is a very overshadowed Batman movie at this point. Yeah. Yeah, it made me go, oh, man, I need to rewatch that. It's a good movie. Although Dark Knight's still the best one, but Batman Begins was good. It is, but it isn't. I think it's another one of those movies that we we put up on the pedestal because of Heath Ledger died. It was an iconic performance. But then when you go back and actually like watch it as a film, I think the first half of it's really good. The setup is amazing. And then the end is it's not as good. The end's not as good as the beginning. It starts, it, it starts to get a little is... more... I think the end is still great for, I mean, for being I, I, the end. But it's not yeah. as good when you compare it to the beginning. But if you hacked off the beginning and watched the end, the end would still be good. It's still great compared to 90% of other comic movies. It's just the the beginning sets it all up so well. And then the the end, it feels a little... Rushed. plot holy rushed. Yeah, there's a little too, like, you have to really start suspending disbelief yeah. at some point like it almost gets a little too much well that's a but guy anyway. going around with gadgets it's it's anyway we went way over disbelief. way off topic there anyway so uh, to circle back series of unfortunate events is one of the you would recommend it yes out of 10 i'd say an eight that's pretty strong yeah i liked it yeah i, I enjoy i every time like all of them i watched i sat down i i watched most of it in a day well I mean, on all three seasons the wrong with that so Have i you... mean but on netflix like that and the Haunting of Hill House. Or oh, the, yeah. Um, Your two most recent binges. The two most recent binges that are probably the best things I've watched on Netflix. Have you watched the Firefest documentary? No, I have not. It's so good. I want to watch it. I saw the preview, and then you texted me like 10 minutes later saying, I watched it. It was fantastic. It's so good. I've read all about the thing from when it happened, what, a year ago, two years ago? Yeah, well, yeah we were working together while yeah. it was happening. I can remember us sitting in, in the office. Yeah, reading all the was, news. Yeah, about, reading all the tweets just about it. laughing at him like, ha, ha, you went to Idiots. that. Uh, so there was a festival called the Firefest, F-Y-R-E. Um, Burning sure. Man for richer people. Yeah, it was going to be like Coachella for rich yeah. people and... You've probably heard about it at this point, but um, it's going to be a lot of big bands. It was on this, supposed to be held on this private island. Uh, you were going to pay an ass ton of money to get this super exclusive thing, and they were going to try to make this an ongoing thing. Turns out it was all basically a giant scam. It never ended up happening. They were never prepared for it. They got a bunch of Instagram and social media influencers to build this thing up and sell this story of something that it wasn't going to be at all. Ended up not being on a private island because they got booted off of the private island. And so they went on to another island in the Bahamas, which is where uh, Sandals is. It was just further down the island. Yeah. It was all just a bunch of bullshit. Yep. So anyway, they made this great documentary about it. There's actually two competing documentaries. There's one on Netflix. Um, God, I can't remember. One's called Fire. I don't know. They're both called, both have fire in the title. I don't remember right. their actual full title. Uh, but then there's another one on Hulu. I watched the Netflix one. Fire is the one on Netflix. It's just called Fire. Yeah, I think you. Yeah, the net the Hulu one. I don't remember the name. Um, it's something similar. I thought like it was it something has... something Fire Island or yeah something. Like something. Uh, the difference between the two, it's made by two competing companies. Personally, from everything I've heard, is that the Netflix one is better. They've got more footage. The only thing that Hulu has is they actually have an interview with the guy, the founder, Billy, whatever the guy that's serving prison yeah. time for it. 
I was about to ask, say, did he already go to prison or not? And he was paid for it, which is kind of shitty. And yeah. and he tried to get the Netflix people to have him on theirs, and he wanted to be paid for it. And they were very adamant about, no, we're not. You're not going to make money off of this again. You've already yeah. fucked over all these people. <laughs> you're not going to. I mean, like Hulu paid him six figures. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it was like a hundred thousand dollars. That's a little much. Yeah. So anyway, highly recommend it. Really, really good documentary. It was one of those documentaries where I was watching it. And I looked down at my watch at one point just because I got a notification probably from you or somebody else. And I was like, whoa, an hour's already passed. Like, I feel like I've been watching this for 10 minutes. Just flew by. It just flew by. It's super captivating. You just watch it. And you're just the whole time. You're just in disbelief that this happened. And I mean, you, you definitely kind of want to make fun of the people that wasted their money on it. But you feel bad at them at the same time. I like mean, that's same, a... yeah, nobody should. I mean, you know, the people they didn't that have, wanted to go. They didn't have beds. They didn't have cots. Like, they ran out of beds, cots. They didn't yeah. have tents. Nobody there was died. no shelter. Nobody it got seriously pouring hurt. rain. Right. Their and, food, they expected was gourmet, and it's cheese sandwiches. Yeah, it was literally like a slice of bread, cheese, sal- a little bit of salad greens, no dressing. Yeah. <laughs> All in, like, a disposable, yep. like, you know, food carton, to-go food carton. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, part of me... I've seen some people that are like, haha, hipsters are stupid. See, this is this just goes to show you right here that the the Instagram people that are, you know, obsessed with this image of something, they've been burned, you know, they deserved yeah. it. But then there's also part of me that's like, okay, yeah, that's fine, but they also invested their hard earned money in something that they they wanted. Right. I mean, who cares? You wanna go spend your money on I don't know, to go see a boy band or K pop or something that I'm not into. That's fine. I mean, if that, you know what I mean? So part if of that me, floats your boat. And I don't think someone should screw you out of your money. No. Defraud you. No, they shouldn't. No, I mean, that's bullshit. So, right. uh, you know, I do feel bad for him. I, yeah, I definitely want to poke fun at him. Uh, the best clip in the entire, and I'm not giving anything away, the best, one of the best clips in the Fire documentary on Netflix is they play a clip of Ron Funches. On oh, yeah. <laughs> Conan or Jimmy Fallon or something, and, and he talks about it, and he he's just like, you know, so wait, you spent all your money going to see a festival with Blink One Eighty Two? I mean, that's on you. <laughs> and then he's like, that's Darwinism at its finest. <laughs> and it's funny. I mean, anyway, I highly recommend it. Man, we are we are on point with actual being relevant this episode. Pretty now crazy. To, now to not be relevant, we're going to get to one of those topics that we talked about that we never got to. Yeah, we've been um, pushing this off for episode after episode after episode, and it's a fun, fun question. We like to pose good hypothetical questions. It started in college for me with, with my cousin. I'd always go see my cousin mm-hmm. after or on the weekends he lived in Nashville, and his was always, would you rather? It was a would you rather, and he oh, would yeah. come up with two incredibly grotesque Oh, yeah. Ornery, absurd scenarios. Yeah. And, you know, we'd always laugh really hard. I mean, it's stupid. So ours isn't going to be on that level. But it's going to be just fun hypotheticals that that mix some of our topics. So, top TV show you want made into a movie? So, both of us love Walking Dead. Unfortunately, that's already happening. They've announced they're going to make not movies, but feature films. Feature films. Made for television movies. Yeah. The AMC equivalent of a Lifetime movie. <laughs> Hopefully they're good. Oh, if they're not, I'm going to cry myself to sleep many nights. Yeah. So You can't pick that. No, so we can't pick that. Um, one of the other shows that ended last fall that I really loved, but it had been on and everyone thought it ran its course. I thought it would have been great. But I want to see a movie of it, even though it's based off movies, is Ash vs. Evil Dead. You want to? movie off of the show interpretation of the movie so you have evil dead one or the, the, the evil dead which was a college film that sam raimi made um they remade it into a have a different kind of feel like the first one they went all horror it was just gnarly and just blood everywhere and romero zombie zombie movie basically kind of except more demons it's grosser than romero gotcha so they made another one that was like kind of poking fun of itself, a little campy, but still kind of horror. Um, then that spun off onto Army of Darkness, which was completely campy and off the wall. And then they ended up making Ash versus Evil Dead, where Ash comes, the Deadites come back. He's living in a trailer. He thinks he's this great bravado guy, and he's just <laughs> a piece of 
garbage in Michigan. But they come back, and he's the only one who can save the world. He is El Jefe. I don't know what that means. Uh, that's just what they called him. Okay. El Jefe, the boss. So he's Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, no, but... Well, in this world. Now, Bruce Springsteen is much more put together. <laughs> ah, gotcha. What do you think? <laughs> he's still got the, ch- the, the arm with the nub, and he puts chainsaw on it. He's cutting up everything. But they left it, like we were saying before, ambiguity at the end of a season... They leave it to where he's walking out or driving out of a cave, ready to fight another horde, and then it just cuts off. And that was oh. the end of the series. So I want to see a movie based off Ash vs. Evil Dead just to continue that on. You want to know what happens. I just I want to see him fight. I got to know. I want to see him fight Deadites in the future. Gotcha. He fought him in the past in Army of Darkness. I want to see the future. Well, I'm going to pick something on a complete... I'm going to take a right turn, much like that shitty Weezer album that we reviewed. <laughs> I'm going to go with mostly because I love this show so much and I'm not quite sure how the plot would work. It's not Sorry. what you're thinking. Friday Night Lights was already a movie. <laughs> That's actually what I was thinking. Oh. I was going to go with Friday Night Lights from the television show, the Kyle Chandler, uh, Connie Britton show. Oh, no, so you did the same thing seasons. I did. Yeah. Movie to show to movie. Yeah, I figured you thought I was going to go with something like The Office. No. Oh god, an office movie would be way too long. It, would be weird it has to and, be thirty. It has yeah. to be that thirty minute period, or it's exactly. Lost. But I think Friday Night Lights would be cool. They talked about it for a while. I have no idea how you could actually make a plot that would work for an hour and a half. I don't. I don't even know if you could pull it off. I think it would be cool just because I'd love to see that cast back. Here's another idea. Well, actually, I'll let you do your second, and then I'll hit you with my second. Okay, so my my other one, it'll never happen. It's already dead. But there was a whole thing. If anyone ever watched Community. The whole big thing, it started off with a joke on the show, and it kept building on Twitter, and it was just people quoting the show, and then it built and built and built and built, and when they were on the cusp of, oh no, we're going to get canceled for season six, they got picked up. But before that, the whole tagline for pushing for a new season was, six seasons in a movie! So they got six seasons, I want the movie. I think think that's fair. For my weird sense of humor, they could stretch that out for an hour and a half, and I'd watch it. I'd watch it. The problem is... Donald Glover left, so you'd only have Abed, and half the movie would have to be Troy and Abed to make it more interesting. Yeah, but if he got bored doing what part. he does, if he just needed a break for a month, go just make a community movie. I would, would watch hilarious. the crap out of that. What if he came back, but he came back as Childish Gambino? <laughs> because that's what he actually his character turned into. Yeah, that'd be that would be a head trip. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go. With a, this is a good left field one, I think. Calling a shot takes place now in 2019. All right, we have the high school reunion <laughs> of Saved by the Bell. That would be cool. They all come back to Bayside. Belding's there. Everyone's there. I thought they were supposed to do that they until that the dude got arrested. Yeah, Dustin Diamond. Eh, Screech can be gone. Actually, they could just take the real events of what happened to Dustin Diamond and say that's what happened to Screech. <laughs> I don't think anyone <laughs> that he made a porn that, to but... try to get himself bail money. That he tried to stab <laughs> a guy. That he's in prison, all because he was a child actor. Don't hang out with Screech, man. That dude's yeah. fucking crazy. I think that would. I, Screech I would... stabbed a guy. <laughs> I, yeah, I, he really did. Yeah, I totally expect it to be a complete shit show. Oh, but it'd be great. But I would love it. It'd be a great shit show. Yeah, I mean, Mark Paul Glossner's still doing stuff. Yeah. I follow Tiffany Amber Thiessen on, oh, I don't even know what her name is now anymore. She's been married, I don't yeah. know. Anyway, I follow her on Instagram. She looks like she has a great life. She's still gorgeous. She was my first childhood crush. She was everyone's first childhood crush for our age. Elizabeth Berkley, not quite not sure so what much. she's doing these days. Mario Lopez still looks the exact same as he did yeah. in back then. That guy somehow has found the fountain of youth. Uh, I was watching something last night that he was on. We saw him on a commercial or something. Uh, he does like every entertainment tonight was. thing, and I, I don't. Oh no, I showed you a picture of him, and did I show you that picture of him and Mark Paul Gloucester were on something? Oh no, I don't know. Oh no, this was this was actually a show where they're like, "Hey, it's AC." Oh man, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to call you AC. Oh no, it's Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's it's it. A Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. called him Slater. Yeah, hey, he's Slater. like, "I'm, I'm, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. sorry, I know that's not really you." And he was like, "What about it, Preppy?" He called him <laughs> Preppy. And Andy Samberg How do you like, know that? <gasps> anyway, that's my left field pick. That's I think a pretty it would good be one. Awesome. I would somebody again. I'd watch come up it. with some 
fucking great ideas on this podcast. We talked about the <laughs> Home Alone. We're we still waiting for someone who knows Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. So somebody needs to listen to this. And we got ideas, man. Shit needs to happen. <laughs> we'll write it. Brad and I will write it. Somebody just finance it and get these I people. I don't think that'd be good. <laughs> nope, probably not. But why not? I was just offering. All right. Um. So the uh, next one. Top movie that you want made into a game. I got this. You got it? I mean, just my wish list. And this was supposed to happen. And then it just got shit canned. So again, we're relevant. We're actually talking about current day events. I want an open world Star Wars game. Oh yeah, I did get shit canned. All I want. It I wasn't want. Jedi's. It was not. It was just you. No, I don't want a Jedi. It, no, I'm saying the game yeah, that was supposed. It was supposed to have no Jedi. It wasn't yeah, focused you were on. A bounty it was hunter. just yeah. You were a dude in the Star Wars universe. That's what I want. Yeah, I want that. It, it sounded. It was. And you know everything what? I wanted. You're not going to get it. I know. Thanks, EA. But that's my pick. If I want to go to the far end of the galaxy and fucking mine shit, I, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. And then if I want to go try to assassinate the Emperor. I don't know when it's set. I'm not writing this. I don't. <laughs> but I got dreams. That's my dream. You're a dreamer. I want an open world Star Wars game. Somebody that's not EA. Yeah. Make this. And then I will make Brad buy it and I'll play it on his console because I don't have a modern day console that can play the game. <laughs> that's my wish. Maybe they'll that's make a I, DS copy. I've only you. wanted it. I've wanted it back from when I was a kid playing games. Yeah. I never got it. We did have Dark Forces where there was no Jedi. Yeah, but there was no open world. No. And now we have the technology to do it. We have the technology. And nobody will do it. What's your pick? So I wanted... I think it's because we've been playing a game called Earth Defense Force 2025. (laughs) It is a stupid, stupid game, but it is so fun. It really is. It's a Japanese game that was ported over to to North America finally. Um, It's... Uh, aliens invade Earth, and their first line that they send in are giant bugs. Like, you're fighting ants and spiders and wasps, and then they send in robots and stuff like that. So, I think because we've been playing that, and because USA and TNT, and I think even IFC has been showing this movie all the time, so I watch it a lot, I wanted a Starship Troopers game. But, I found out there has been one. Oh, really? It was made for PC only in 2005, and Ooh. it didn't look bad, but it didn't. It was like a budget game. So I want an actual, like, well-done Starship Troopers game. I don't care if it's campy, because it, Starship Troopers is kind of campy. Um, yeah. Which they may be remaking. A, they're not remaking. They're making a TV show with the original cast. Oh, that's cool. Minus, like, Neil Patrick Harris. But, right. But yeah, I want, like, a Starship Troopers game. I think that'd be cool. Like, be have awesome. a cover system. Yeah. Just, like, you have to, like, gun them down forever to kill the things. It's going to be online only. No, no. Campaign. No, no, there's going to be couch co-op, bitch. Okay. (laughs) I I have another one. (laughs) Okay. I want first person action adventure. Think Uncharted mixed with like a first person shooter. Jurassic Park. Something in the Jurassic Park world. Whether you get sent to like an alternate site B where they were doing stuff and, and you have to go in and wipe it out. You take it on dinosaurs and creepy people. I don't know. So kind of like Ark, except without the building. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't want you. Yeah, it's already built. You're running around like Far Cry type. Yeah. Far Cry 5, but with dinosaurs in the Jurassic Park storyline in the world. Yeah. So uh, Far Cry Primal was kind of like that, except it was it was much later than the the dinosaurs. Right. So as you were fighting Macedons, but that's what he's going for, I'm thinking. Gotcha. Or, or you don't want like spears though. You want like with the oh no, I want modern day guns. All yeah, okay. oh yeah. Okay, fair enough. All right. Um, one that only popped in my head. It would be awful, but I th- I would still play it. So they came up Telltale, who's gone now. Yeah, unfortunately, so it had to be someone else. And I wanted a little different than they did it, but Telltale made a Back to the Future, like point and click adventure type and Jurassic game. Park, and and that, and the Walking and, Dead, and the Walking Dead, and that's uh, some good series. Yeah, they and did Batman. Yeah, they had a Batman one, Wolf Among Us, and something else. But I thought the Back to the Future one was fun. I didn't finish it yet, but I thought it was entertaining. I think it'd be funny to have a more comedic take and probably more toward um, Monkey Island. But base one and not around the movies. Like, use the movies as a launch point, but vacation series. So you're with the family and, yeah. Yeah, and it, it just... 
it could be distant relatives, the but Griswold. it just keeps going wrong. And you and go and meet other Griswolds, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I just thought it'd be cool to have a vacation-themed point-and-click adventure. Very important that it's point-and-click. I wanted the old Monkey Island style. I think that'd be awesome. Maybe it's just a lesser vacation where they go from Chicago to, like, Florida. Just a beach trip. No, it's just, you're going around Chicago. Oh. <laughs> even better. That could be, hey, man, fuck your mama. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. I'm a fan of anything vacation, so yeah, yeah. go for it. Except that last movie. Well, yeah. It had moments, but it... And, yeah. yeah, but that's... No, no, no. That's a, a relaunch. I'm talking... Yeah. Not a relaunch, but yeah. Anyway, original. Yeah. All right. What's our last hypothetical question? Last hypothetical for this one is the top game you want made into a TV show. I got... I think I got it. Because they always one. make games into movies. Right. I want a game made into a TV show. Yeah, I think I got one. All right. Uh, any of the modern day Grand Theft Autos. Ooh, that would be that'd just be Breaking Bad with more car theft. Yeah, kinda, but I mean, if you did the, if you did Vice City, it would be Scarface. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're all based on something. But Miami Vice, where he's just the bad guy instead. Yeah, yeah. I, I would. Those characters are compelling, especially. I mean, GTA Five is an awesome storyline. And three they, characters, uh, they could get uh, Simon back from Walking yeah, Dead, and just, the voice. Yeah, the actors. He was on there. I don't know. Wow. I think it would be good. That would be cool. Like a really gritty, violent. We're talking like an HBO. Yeah, Showtime it would have to be show. HBO or something. Yeah, I I think it'd be fun. No, it'd be I'd cool. watch it. Yeah. What do you got? I actually could not think of one. Oh, you son I, of a bitch! I, I I had one earlier today, and the more I thought about it, the more I talked myself out of it, and I just blanked out what it was. That's fine. At least I had an answer. Yeah, I did my homework. You're welcome, podcast. I, I've been thinking. It's just nothing seemed good when I thought TV. Now I want to see, they are trying to make Gears into a movie. So No, that's not the question. I know. Actually, yeah, <laughs> now that I think about it, watching a TV show based off EDF would be kind of funny. Killing bugs. Yeah, just killing bugs. Bugs. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about a new topic that we've never discussed on a single other one of our alphas, I don't think. I think we mentioned at one point we would, but we briefly we talked about it when Stanley died. Briefly talked yeah, about these when Stanley died. We're going to talk about comics because Brad and I made a little journey down to the Nashville Public Library, Woo-hoo! which they're exceptional here. They are really good. Yeah, we have Nashville some really nice library branches. So we m- made the trip down there because Brad didn't have a library card. I just always used OverDrive and used Blair's. That's fine, but I gave him shit for it. But while we're there, I, I never thought about this, but they have a comic section. And that's the reason I got a library right. card, honestly. And so we went down, and they have a comic section. And surprisingly, the branch we went to, they're like, oh, you guys are looking in like our family-friendly section. We also have an adult section over here that has more... Which know, some of mine reading aren't family-friendly, but... Yeah. Well, it was a young adult section. Yeah, yeah. We, so anyway, so Brad and I, I, I'll be the first to say, I... Only had one comic growing up, which is funny when I think about it, because so my mom always made me like buy the censored version of CDs. She always was like <laughs> hardcore on the ratings on movies. So I got old enough. Growing up, I, I the only comic I ever had was the graphic novel, original graphic novel of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ah, not the shit that we yeah, got yeah. with the pizza the and, original and the, the movie. This is the original from Japan. If you haven't read the original, it is pretty dark it's dark it's very violent yeah so i just thought that was funny because i'm sure my mom was like oh it's teenage mutant Ninja turtles the cartoon that we watch every saturday morning <laughs> nope 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 <laughs> now people losing appendages and yeah exactly so that was really the only comic like my older brother really wasn't into comics so you know weren't huge into superheroes or anything like that so i didn't do a lot of comics i know you had kind of the opposite into the spectrum. I did. Uh, it was what our library and didn't ever have comics at the time. Um, it was whatever my friends had that I read. Yeah. So it'd be some here, some there. Well, I just opened up a cornucopia of options for me because yep. it was all new to me. Yep. Um, I mean, I you know, in the last like five years since you and I have become friends, uh, I've read a lot of The Walking Dead and I've read uh, the Frank Miller. Some of the Frank Miller Batmans. Yeah, Dark Knight. Dark, Dark Knight, Knight Returns. Then, uh, who did year one? Um, Whoever did year one. Batman uh, year one. I can't remember. Uh, which, was that? That was before Batman Begins, right? 
Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember. I get. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because one clearly inspired the other. Yeah. Well, I Batman Begins was kind of. Well, no, your one came out before then. I'm just trying to think of when you would have read it. It was definitely after. Yeah. Because I don't think you read it before I knew you. Yeah. No, that whole Christopher Nolan set was taken from Batman Year One, Dark Knight, Dark Knight all that stuff. Like Long Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. He took it from a bunch of different ones. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah. So anyway, we we picked out some some comics, some graphic novels mm-hmm. at the library at the good old library. What'd you get? I got uh, Batman and Robin because I hadn't read those. Um, I didn't really know much about the story about that. It's after what was Final Crisis, where it was a it was a comic where they kill Batman. Oh. Um, Dark Seed comes down and just, it hits him with a mega blast or something like that. So they kill Batman and. Nobody really knows. So the original ramen, or the original Robin. The original ramen. Yeah, Noodles. original ramen. I'm hungry again. Yeah, I am too now that you said that. But, mm. <laughs> the oh, original Robin, days. Dick Grayson, takes over. The boy wonder. Yep, he was the boy wonder. He takes over as Batman and pulls in Bruce Wayne's kid, Damien, as the Robin. New, the new Robin. Yeah, and so it's how they attempt to work together. Um, Damien's kind of a little shit. <laughs> I mean, he's an entitled son of Bruce Wayne and I was going to say as Talia al Ghul. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, and he he grows up with her and is trained by all their all her people and then decides to leave and come find Bruce and then Bruce is dead. Yep. But it's it's following that. It's got some cool stuff with Joker. Volume 1 2, pretty cool. Volume 3, I could not stand the art. Oh, they changed it? Yeah, because it was different people who did each volume. Oh, gotcha. Um, so each volume is like a collection of three different comics with three issues right. each. Um, but volume three, I did not. It looked like it was all watercolor. And yeah. like the, I can't remember the guy's name now, but his was very much pick the face and then kind of just put it somewhere and then kind of build it around. So the faces always seemed like they were just or contorted off the body. It, I did not like that. So I I read through that as fast as I could, then got to four. And now I am on Batman the Black Mirror, which you probably won't like just because it says Black Mirror. It has nothing to do with weird tech Twilight Zone. Um, <laughs> the show. Yeah. Um, I'm on that, and I, I had it just because it was a one-off. And I was like, I'll read something different in between. And yeah. found out that I inadvertently picked the comic that comes in between Batman and Robin Volume 1. And Batman and Robin Volume 2 after the new 52 starts. There you go. So, yeah. That worked out. So when I get to Volume 2, then we'll, I guess we can talk about that one. There you go. I picked up Star Wars, not the original 1970s comics. Right. But, the uh, newer... the, modern, the Marvel, since the Marvel acquisition, they've, they've made a bunch. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I went for stuff that uh, is, is the characters that we all love and know from all the original trilogy. So I had some that took place after Return of the Jedi, which was interesting because that is a time period that I actually would like to see flushed out a little more between The Force Awakens and Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. That 30 years, what happened as the Empire is collapsing. Uh, it was pretty cool. And then I got another one which took place between A New Hope and An Empire Strikes Back. I like the art direction of that one, but I like the story of... It was, called Shattered Empire was the one that took place after Return of the Jedi. I like the story of that one better. But what was the, the one was that better. you opened up and just went, oh, God, no, and then shut and put in a stack? <laughs> it was the graphic novelization of A New Hope. Oh, okay. And it, ugh, yeah, no. Nope. It went back to, like, Silver Age comic style. Yeah, no, and it, no. And it wasn't good Silver Age comic style. No. It was. And then I got one that we both read, which was the yes. Here's Negan so, uh, which was a Walking Dead. Which I swear I wore. I, I swear I read half of that. Well, they did somewhere. a they did a little uh, spinoff. There were mini issues inside of other issues mm-hmm. of Image Comics. So they did these little like four page mini spreads called "Here's Negan." So it's the backstory to the character Negan, who's on the show, also in the comic. Um, and then they put it all together once it was done and made this one issue. Here's Negan that told his whole backstory from when the zombie apocalypse started to basically how we got to the introduction of Negan in the, the Walking Dead comic. Yeah. It was okay. I was kind of underwhelmed a little. 
Well, I wanted like a progression of him becoming an asshole, not just being an asshole the whole time. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was kind of weird because I think the comic as a as a whole overall is really good. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's got some highs and lows of anything when it goes to almost two hundred issues. Yeah, but uh, overall, the the comic is exceptional. But yeah, it just wasn't quite up to that level. Like you could clearly tell. I think that it was like, okay, this is an offshoot. Let's do this. Right. And the Michonne one wasn't bad. Like hers was pretty good. Yeah. There was a Michonne spinoff of of her backstory. Right. So I mean, he's such a huge character and a compelling character that mm-hmm. I was like, this this should be really good. Yep. It, it just I don't know. It no. wasn't. I mean, not that it wasn't. It just wasn't bad. It just was. Eh. Uh, it didn't follow. Like he's a he's a raging asshole. Yeah. But then he's still like, oh, but I care about this so much. Like, then why are you an asshole to it? Right. And yeah. like he suddenly picks up weird ideals and I had, yeah, it was just, it was just kind of all over the place. I mean, I'm not mad that I I read it, didn't feel like I wasted my time. I just was like, nah, I feel like this could have been a lot better. Yeah, so I give it a five out of ten. No, oh, okay. <laughs> Got any other comic stuff? We, we had to take those back this week, so maybe we'll hit up the go go to the library and get some more. I'll have to recheck out the volume two that I didn't finish. It's true. I really want to try to find some Ninja Turtles again. Yeah, I wish they had Not the original kidding. one. Like, if I could find that original one again, that would be awesome. Yeah, I don't. You're but gonna have to they've find a put out like some. That. There's been some dark ones released. I yeah. don't know if they'll ever be like because I looked when we were at the library and they had a couple things. Uh, there's a bunch like, more they have on that app that I was using. Yeah, they have a uh, bunch of the kitty stuff. The also trying to find Preacher. Oh yeah, and they didn't. They only had like three volumes of it, and there's like twelve, I think, maybe ten. So I have to get those online. But here's a good here's a good little segue right here. Not that we're done. I just we haven't mentioned it much yet. If you have any recommendations for comics that Brad or I should read, you should definitely hit us up on Twitter at bizcasualnerd or email at bizcasualnerd at gmail dot com. But I'm looking for kind of over the superhero thing right now. Just for me, I'm I'm a little burnt out on that, so I need a reprieve. So if you have any non superhero comics that I should read. I'd be open to any recommendation. You can go read Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, stuff like that. I mean, I'm, yeah. Doesn't necessarily have to be, like, superpower stuff. I mean, I don't know. Like, Star Wars is cool. I'll check out some more of those, probably. Just because, I mean, I know that the source material I'm obviously yeah. a huge fan of. But Walking Dead's great. Like, The Walking Dead's a perfect example. Yeah. Nothing superhero, nothing magical. Right. Great story. Really compelling. So if you, if you don't have anything like yeah. that, hit me up. Not superhero, not supernatural, except for the fucking tiger. That wasn't supernatural. Tigers exist, Brad. Not like that one. (laughs) Although I did love that tiger. That was pretty cool. Yeah. All right. We're going to have to cut our games out because I think we're running a little longer than we thought. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that just means we still have some left over for next time. That's true. We're never knocking out an entire thing on the first go. Yeah. We tried to. We tried to fit in the other stuff that fit with what we had before, but it didn't work. So, but we did get it. We, we did go. finally knock out a bunch of things we've been trying to talk about for a lot of yeah. episodes. We had six that have cut from from outline to outline to outline. We got three down. We got three left to go. All right. So this is where you insert sad music. Womp womp womp. You have you have some something sad happened. What happened? I mean, it wasn't sad, but it is sad. I finally scratched my watch. Like a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. But I finally like scratched a... my watch. Like a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. Mufasa. Just dead, dead. Um, It'd be funny. So it's it's kind of like the car, though. Like you get a new car and you take care of it. You don't want anything to touch it. And you finally get that one scratch. You're like, no, okay, I'm fine with it now. Kind of how I am with like the phone. Yeah. Like I, I've got like those itty bitty little tiny like micro and that, that's all it is on my watch it's like not like there's a, it a certain way you yeah. can, there's not the like a gouge right. on it yeah. like i could scratch it with my nail and feel it but it's not hampering my use in any way shape or form but you still were sad at first yeah the first one i was like oh like, and then i was like oh wait there's another one there too okay okay we're done yeah once i saw the second i was like okay fine yeah i still don't know what it's on i'm not gonna even say anything about mine because i don't want to jinx myself so. Better knock on everything with wood in here. It's gonna happen. I mean, it, like you said, yeah, yeah, it's just it a fact. Is. It's like your car. You're gonna get dinged. Someone's yeah. gonna. You're gonna park in a parking spot. Someone's gonna like open the door. All my watch you. bands are scuffed. Yeah. And, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just the part of wearing a, a tech item. Every same thing with your phone. I mean, yep. you put it in your out of your pocket. You sit it on yeah. stuff. Like oh, it's just gonna happen. 
just pray that you don't shatter it. Yeah, you're gonna might have maybe a micro crack somewhere, but yeah, it happens. Hope for the best. It happened. All right. So the other thing this this came out like tonight as we were preparing to record. We we're actually being relevant, recording something on the day it happened. Yep. That there is a major, major, major bug in Apple software right now on iOS. Actually, it's on the Mac too. It's all across the board. I figured it was on everything. Yeah. So it's with FaceTime. It's kind of convoluted how you have to make it happen. I will say it's not just like the standard, like if I call you on FaceTime, yeah. it, it's a sequence of events that you have to hit perfectly to happen, but it is 100% reproducible by anyone and everyone. doesn't matter. Even the current version, like Apple just updated iOS last week on mm-hmm. Thursday or Friday. It, I mean, even the newest version. And today they released a public beta of 12.1.2. Uh, whatever the public beta is of the yeah. newest version that's unreleased, and it's still it's in it too. Oh, so the bug is if I were to FaceTime Brad, and then as it's ringing, go in to add a third person to a group FaceTime, even if it's myself, before Brad answers, as soon as I add that next person and go back to the call, it will look as if Brad's joined the call. It's still ringing on his end, but I can hear him. So I can hear audio coming from your phone before you have technically answered And this, it. this has happened before with some other stuff because right. I called, I have AT&T and Blair had Verizon. If I called her, it would be ringing on my end and she's hearing me saying like, stupid car in front of me, get the f- out of yeah. my way. Or why the hell is she not answering the phone? I really need something. <laughs> yeah. And I've even had like something similar with Aubrey in her car, like the link to her car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's I that hear weird delay. Blair's car talking before she answers. Yes. Yeah, there's like that weird split second. They're like, no, this goes on the entirety of it ringing. Yeah. And then here's the kicker. If you hit the power button or one of the volume buttons to decline it, quote unquote, or to silence it, it then picks up your video feed and it's still ringing on your end and you don't know. So I'm seeing your video feed. Ooh, this could be fun. Yeah, I mean, that's that could be really <laughs> compromising for some people. So or Apple be really fun to mess with people. So late, late tonight, the last second, right as we're about to film, they released a statement saying they are aware of it. They know that it is an issue and that a software patch is forthcoming later this week, which is the, oh shit, someone is going to be on this <laughs> ASAP. Yeah. I mean, they bought themselves to Friday. Yeah. Basically. But I would imagine they'll probably release even faster than if that. They if they can, can fix the problem. Yeah. Apple runs some pretty tiny teams. Yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Because like they're... Their iCal team years and years ago was just three people. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so They were all at a wedding I went to, so if something had happened at that wedding, iCal, pff, gone. I'm not going to knock Apple for this, because bugs happen. Yeah. I mean, something of this size. It's happens. all about the response. Exactly. That's where you really judge a company. If they bugs, get the fix by the end of the week, like they said, then cool. Well, yeah, exactly. If, they'll, if they live up to their word and get it by the end of the week, that's great. If they get it even faster... Awesome. Yep. That's just the nature of the beast. Bugs are going to happen in anything, yep. any company. No, it doesn't matter how much money you have. doesn't matter how big your staff is. doesn't matter how great your quality control team is. You can't think through every scenario. Shit happens. Shit falls through the cracks. Yep. But like Brad said, it's how you respond to it that shows how good of a company you are. So we'll wait till our next recording and we can talk about what happened. Did they hit their mark? Did they release it? Did it fix it? Because that's the other thing, because companies have fixed, and Apple, I think, has been guilty of this, too. Yeah, it's put like, it oh, we fixed fix it, and, and it didn't, didn't fix, fix it. it. Or it didn't fix it all the way. Yeah. So, it causes a new problem. Right, exactly. So, And, and Apple's had, a, I mean, to be completely fair, they've had a fairly spotty record with quality control in the last... It, it's definitely been yeah. a decline. As yeah. they've gotten bigger and bigger, I think it's kind of inevitable. Yeah. But they've they've had a little bit of a decline in quality control. Uh, which was a huge tentpole for iOS 12 this last time around, was, hey, we're not really going to introduce very many new things. We're mm-hmm. going to try to get better packaged, running better. They also haven't had the super micromanager that they used to have either. Oh, and the raging tyrant asshole as Steve Jobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Who would check in on anyone at any time just because he could. Well, sometimes you need that. Yep. So... All right. Anyway. Anything else you want to talk about? No, I think we've killed enough of everyone's time. You made it through to this point. God bless you. <laughs> or whatever you believe in, bless you. So that means if you worship Pikachu, then Pikachu bless you. Pika Pika. Weird. What? 
No, it was weird on me that I, oh, that I went oh, there. I oh. mean, you, you, you ran with it. You yeah, did yeah, your yeah. job. <laughs> <laughs> you, you heard the dumb shit coming out of my mouth, and you're like, I'm going to make the most of it. <laughs> As uh, Jiu-Jitsu Jim said, I'm, I'm just the color guy. <laughs> this is weird. So, until next time, it's been fun. Be sure to hit us up on Twitter, at BizCasualNerd. And then, of course, our uh, email is BizCasualNerd at gmail.com. And then, of course, you can find our uh, lovely website at www.businesscasualnerd.com. No biz there. Fullbusinesscasualnerd.com. Got some great articles. That I actually really proud of some of the stuff we've been posting. We've got even more ideas coming down. Yep. Coming down the pipeline. So keep checking there. I don't know. Maybe you like the podcast more. Maybe you like the writing more. Maybe you like both. I would hope um, you like both. We're trying to hit all the media, but you know what? You do you. And eventually, we'd love to get to video, so you can have us. You can have all three sides of Brad and Chris. And Ooh, I don't like talking don't in third know. person. That's weird. <laughs> no, I really struggle with that whenever I have to put in type up the show notes for the episode. Yeah, because it's like join Brad and Chris because I can't say hey join Brad and I or jo- join us or you yeah. Know, I mean, I guess I could say join us, but like I always like to one say like join us, Brad and Chris because then if we have a guest, yeah, you know, you have the names right there. Eventually, or if we ever cool. pick up a third regular, right? Or if we ever get to the point where people that don't know us personally are listening, yeah. strangers, and then you know they got our names That's right there. That's the dream. Living the dream. So yeah. Anyway, hit us up on all those things. Uh, <laughs> love whenever so you don't have to. <laughs> exactly. Uh, love love getting feedback from from y'all. Love opening up the email and seeing an email there. Uh, it doesn't happen all the time, but it's nice when it's there, and when people hit us up on Twitter. It's all been positive so far. We're still waiting yep. for our first you guys suck. I mean, hey, if you can find the person that wants to do that to us, go for it. I'll print it. I'll Means print one it. One more hang person it up. listened. To me, that's just that's like the first dollar earned in the restaurant. <laughs> like I'll hang that up. The first hater. The first person that talks shit. Yep. And John, that doesn't count you you don't count. Yeah, yeah. You just talk shit to talk shit. You don't really mean it all the time. Well, and you've already said too many nice things. Yeah, that's true. So then we know where you're Ah, you shot yourself on. in the foot there, buddy. Yeah. We're on to you. <laughs> all right i think that's it for tonight today yep. whatever it is wherever wherever you are in the space time continuum listening to this yep so so, so uh, hey uh thanks chris yeah uh, thanks brad it's been fun yep all right till next time all right see ya bye a scrub is a guy that thinks he's fly and is also known as a buster always talking about what he wants and just sits on his broke ass so no i don't this might be the worst episode we've ever recorded <laughs> we say that every episode i know and then through the magic of editing it sounds like we actually have our shit together i mean we no we never have our shit together it's just luck okay, it's well, blind luck at this point we sound mildly professional oh thanks